Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Third Thursday Podcast with your hosts, Harry Ozarek and Ben McEntee, where we hope to connect, encourage, and equip student ministry leaders of today. This is a resource provided by the Rocky Mountain District of the Christian and Missionary Alliance, and you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Please hit the like, subscribe, and share buttons to help others be connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. So as we were thinking about this, we're looking at at a couple of different topics related to this uh, leading well through the holidays. And so there's there's like five things that we were just wanting to kind of throw out there and share. Um, So here's here's our first one. As as we kind of uh, look at our list of five, as we were talking about this, the first one is just being aware of rhythms. Um, So when you're going into the holiday season, it was interesting. We had this um, difference even in our even in our little group of four, when we were um, kind of talking about this, uh, there was someone in our group that was like, man, holidays are just a time to just like chill out and relax. And like, let's just like take, you know, take some breaks and rest and, and just, you know, some stuff like that. And then there was um, someone else who was like, man, this is a time for some of these kids that, you know, don't have a lot of great family connections for us to do events for them to feel, feel welcomed and all this stuff. And in one of our takeaways, as we were kind of discussing this is to really know what it is that your students need during this season. Just really pay attention to kind of the family dynamics. Um, and, you know, if your youth group is is larger, you may actually have both of this going on. So you just kind of want to be aware of that in the back of your mind that some kids are going to have a ton of family stuff going on and they're going to Mexico for Christmas and they've got like family Christmas parties and all these traditions. And it's like, hey, that's no problem. Like they need to have that freedom. And maybe um, if you've got a youth group dominated by that kind of stuff, maybe it changes some of the way that you think about your, your holiday from like Thanksgiving on. Right. And then there are some families and um, whose kids are like, we are just with grandma and it sucks. And, you know, like there's someone in our youth group right now that, um, or not in our youth group, but in, in the youth group that a buddy of mine is connected with that um, they're living with grandparents. Mom and dad have recently in the last year passed away and like Christmas is really weird this year and they're not doing anything normal that they've done. Right. And so some things are kind of like, this would be a good, you know, um, thing to maybe plan some fun things around and maybe shift some of that up. So just one thing to be that we were thinking about, if we had a couple of things to share, the first one would be just this idea of rhythm of knowing what your youth group is like and being not only okay with changing your rhythm, but maybe even planning on changing your rhythm some way. You know, maybe you need to slow things down or or, or allow some, some break and, and maybe you need to just switch some things up a little bit. So that was kind of the first one. Um, Ryan has got the second one here regarding family dynamics. So jump in, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, along those same lines, just as leaders, we want to be really um, paying attention, especially this time of year when it comes to holidays, um, is to the family dynamics. And we know our students on varying levels, but our goal as leaders is to try to, as best we can, just be paying attention to what it is they might be experiencing in the holiday season, knowing that each student's experience is going to be maybe somewhat slightly different. And there's possibly students um, in our care who um, really struggle around the holiday season. Uh, Maybe they have a tough family dynamic. Uh, Maybe there's some dysfunction or maybe just in this season, there's an extra measure of stress. 
Um, it's possible even there's a recent separation and this celebrations bringing all that up again. Um, we just want to be really paying attention to our group so we know how to care well for them in this season. Um, a few ideas. Um, you know, we're always kind of as youth leaders asking this question, how do I stand in the gap for our students? Um, how do I stand in the gap? And um, a, a great question for this season as well, how do I stand in the gap if a student's experiencing um, family dysfunction or um, maybe just the sadness of a separation or whatever, uh, uh, especially around holidays that are centered around family or around a table, or um, even with extended family, sometimes those relationships can feel strained um, and those, those can present some awkward situations for students. Um, so how do I stand in the gap in light of that? Uh, a few ideas um, where a lot of us are doing this already, but, you know, just providing some positive forms of celebration. Maybe it's not happening at the home level where um, these seasons are being celebrated in a positive way, but, you know, maybe having a, a meal with your youth group around Thanksgiving or, you know, a special Christmas party could be a, just a positive way of helping that student uh, be able to celebrate the season if they're not able to do that with their family. Um, you might also just consider inviting them to something you're already doing. Maybe they're like, I don't want to be home more. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't like being at home. Um, invite them to go Christmas shopping with you or, you know, invite them, uh, consider depending on what you're doing for Thanksgiving, invite them to be around your table. If there's, um, is not, if their family's not doing anything, um, inviting them to what you're already doing is a great way. We sometimes had to think like, um, you we just don't have time to do all the extra stuff, but that's a really powerful way of also just letting them into your world and get to be a part of your life, which um, a lot of students can be really impacted by. And I would say lastly, along those lines, how do I stand in the gap? Um, small intentional things can be really big things. Um, even like a card, you know, just recognizing like, hey, I realize this season's tough for you. I'm just thinking about you and praying for you. Um, you know, maybe they're not gonna necessarily uh, get gifts this year. Maybe they shared that, like my family just doesn't have, you know, money to get gifts. A small gift could go a long way, or even just a, Hey, can I take you out for a meal quality time? Um, or just even an encouraging word. So, um, for all of us, we should be praying as we enter into this season, Lord, would you just show me who is in my midst that maybe I'm missing, um, that I can show a little extra care and attention to who maybe is not going to experience this season positively the way others might. And I think the last thing to touch on um, related to how we're to pay attention to our students in this season is to recognize, too, um, that it's getting darker and it's getting colder. And um, that has an effect on mental health. And um, we want to be just really paying attention to uh, the students and, and where they're at, noticing if there's any differences in their overall uh, mental health. And I think the, the thing with that, too, is that, um, yes, there's some seasonal effect. Um, and how do we tell the difference between the seasonal effect and something real? Uh, is this just the winter blues or, or is this behavior going to lead to something harmful? Um, this can be an area where sometimes we as leaders feel a little ill-equipped. How do we move into these spaces? It can feel awkward, especially if we haven't experienced this or walked through this ourselves. Um, so asking good questions, um, there's a lot of great resources. And this is something we're going to touch on in future calls as well. Um, just because it's such a big thing with this age group. But um, paying attention to mental health in this season would also be um, key as, as far as um, leading well through the family dynamics of this season. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. That's, and that's awesome. Uh, hey, again, my name is Ben McEntee. I'm 
from Bozeman. I'm the children's and youth pastor there. Glad to be here with you, with you all. Uh, uh, Chris was starting about just like rhythms and things. And then, and then Ryan is talking about engaging with students during this time. And one of the ways that we engage with our students is what we're going to be teaching them or what, what you're what we're going to be preaching on in our own environments, uh, in our youth ministry, uh, pieces. And, um, where where do you get these things like what or, or if you're creating your own content um one thing that we discussed is this idea of of teaching on thankfulness right i mean you you think about what people are thinking about during thanksgiving well thankfulness is there and 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 you can find there's a bunch of resources i don't know if you've ever heard of download youth ministry basically download youth ministry anyone um just a simple plug ryan had a youth youth leader volunteer training event at his church through uh, download youth ministry that uh, our people that my team were able to be a part of because it's Missoula's close to Bozeman and it was incredible but download youth ministry uh, they have tons and tons of resources it's not huge ticket items they're like anywhere between three to seven bucks something like that you can find a lesson you can go type in thankfulness and you and you can find a lesson. You can type up Christmas stuff, and you can find a lesson. You can find games, video-based games, all these different things uh, for all the different elements of your service, and that can that are just like tailor-made. They're like they're 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 awesome. So um, uh, be thinking about those things, and certainly under the in the context of what do my people need? What do our young people need? Because we don't know your context necessarily, right? I mean, we have some ideas, but but uh, you know, because you're on the ground, so uh, that's pretty cool. Also, um, we're really interested in what's happening in the home and not just in in church. And one thing that that I found, um, I don't know if you guys are have have gotten this, but the CMA has given us access to this uh, thing called Axis, and. Um, and then this is one of their like parent guides. It's it's oh I can't see it because my thing, but it says a parent's guide to Advent. Let me I just here hold on hold on hold on hold on wait wait let me don't turn you my head, Brian. Yeah no yeah no yeah no here we go all right this is my joke is that this isn't this isn't my real background this is another background my real background is uglier than this but anyway here it is it's parent's guide to Advent and. This is a free PDF. You can get it. You can print it out. You can have copies and you can give it to your to your parents and say, hey, here's an awesome activity that you can do with your students, with your kids through the Christmas season. And it, it like it has everything that you would need for it. I highly recommend it. Giving your uh, uh, parents resources is incredible. And finally, uh, uh, another way of just thinking about how are we going to teach our, our people, our students, is one thing is, uh, uh, is serving opportunities. Because one of the best ways that students can learn is by actually doing the work, uh, doing kingdom work. So um, uh, here's a question. Here, here's something. Students have time out of school during, during, during Thanksgiving, during Christmas. How are you going to leverage that time? Right? Family time is important, but could there be a one-off little event where you guys go to 
for uh, uh, an old folks home. I, they don't call them that anymore. I'm sorry, that might be offensive. What's the phrase? I don't know, a care facility? That might be too, I don't know, something like that. But you guys can go and sing carols to them. Go go to that place and say, how can we serve your, how can we serve your residents? And they will tell you. It can be like socks, it can be this, you can sing, whatever. Bring bring them something or or just see where there's a need in your community and see that need. And then you as a youth group get together and say, hey, we could do this together and take the lead and see what happens. I mean, I would always pitch it to students, right? Say, hey, what could we do? Because they will come up with incredible ideas and then they can champion it or they can like start it up and then you champion that for them. And they'll be like, yeah, good. So those are just things to think about as we get into those holiday times. Yeah, that's good, Ben. Thanks. Uh, so we got two more here. Ryan, talk to us about leading in this season. Yeah, uh, a great way to lead too in this season. And Ben's already kind of touching on it with talking to parents and connecting with parents. But um, I want to just touch on first with your volunteer team. If you have a, a core volunteer team, this is a great way to just um, thank them. Uh, oftentimes we go from zero to 60 in the fall. And it's kind of boots on the ground and we're off and running and Christmas is like a fun time to be like, Hey, we made it. Good job, everybody. Let's take a breather and like, um, share some stories and, um, share some wins. And this can really build a, a group identity to your team, um, where, um, you're not only thanking them, but you're providing space for them to share stories. Um, we like to do a dinner, um, just as a way to say, thanks. Um, where we can add a specific uh, encouragement to the individual and then allow them to encourage each other so that it's not just top down, but we're creating a culture of, of what we call calling out, but not in the bad way, um, that calling each other out and saying, hey, where do we see the Lord at work in each other's lives um, this year? How do we see each other um, reaching students and being effective and, and what we all feel called to as a group? And um, they're really fun moments to get to spend around the table, around a meal. Um, so just consider thanking your, your volunteer team in some intentional way. Could be a card, uh, could be a gift card, could be a meal, it could be something totally different. But um, just a way to say, hey, thank you for doing what you're doing and, and really uh, reminding them that they're making a difference. Sometimes we can get gassed on ministry and, and forget that yeah, this is a big deal. Showing up in students' lives is a big deal. So um, consider um, strengthening your, your volunteer connections by just saying thanks um, in some intentional way in this season of thanks. Um, along with that, um, keep building bridges to parents, uh, especially with like um, more time at home with their kids. Um, you know, there's like time off and parents um, oftentimes from what I've heard are feeling ill-equipped to raise teenagers. It's tough. Like we know how tough teenagers are because we see them from time to time, but uh, many parents are like, ah, we can't get rid of them. They're in our home all the time. And like, what do we do? Um, and so build bridges to parents. Like parents aren't the enemy and, and we're not the enemy to parents. Like we're on the same team. And oftentimes our relationships with parents can feel awkward because parents are like, oh, those are the cool kids. And we're like, oh, those are the scary parents. And it's like, no, we're we want the same things. We want their kids to grow. And so building bridges um, through uh, encouragement. Um, ben already shared about sharing resources. Um, parents love resources. Just hand, find ways to give them resources. Access is a great resource that offers a lot. Uh, and that's a great place to start. Download Youth Ministry, also another great place. 
um, Parent Q, Orange. There's tons of these different places we can go to find um, resources to just send to parents, you know, um, give them a, a reading list too of, of parenting books and that type of thing. Um, but basically, consider this a season to reach out to them. We're, we're considering doing something new this year that we've not done in our ministry before, but um, just sending like parent care packages where we offer them a resource, some encouragement, and just an update about what's coming up in the year ahead. Um, even communication as a way to care for parents, help them know what's happening in youth ministry. Because um, that's the one thing I think we all hear all the time. Parents are like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> And you're like, sometimes we're killing ourselves to tell them what's happening, but over-communicate, over-communicate, over-communicate. Um, and that's a way to show care and build bridges with parents and, and just letting them know, hey, we want the same things and we're on the same team. So Ryan, if if I'm not a parent of your church, can I just give you my, you'll mail me one of those parent care packages? Because what if I want one? Do you that, need a little care cool? right now? That's okay. We can <laughs> we'll encourage you. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Everyone send Ryan your, your, your addresses. He's going to hook you up. <laughs> no, I, I love that. Um, I'll just, I'll just second the sending of cards. And I mean, handwritten cards. If you handwrite a card, they, your leaders will love you for life. They will take a bullet for you. If you send them a handwritten card, don't know what to write, write a piece of scripture. Just say, you're amazing. God is using you. You are so cool. Uh, drop, if you, don't, if you don't have much of a budget, you don't need a $5 gift card. But if you can, that sweetens the deal. But those are awesome things. Sweet. Um, next thing here, um, uh, we're just wanna, we want to talk about, as we get kind of the end of the end of 2022, we want to think about, Calendaring and admin. Oh my goodness. A youth pastor's like most dreaded word is admin. But uh, let this just be my pitch to you as youth leaders when it comes to admin. Um, if you get everything prepared in advance, right, and you do that 20% of work of admin up front, then you have 80% of your time, the rest of your time, to do relational things. And if you're going through weekly youth ministry where you are it's like on a wednesday night and a kid needs you or whatever and you're like i or something happens you go i can't do it i gotta prep this out then that's a missed opportunity it's a missed opportunity we want to have every opportunity so this is just uh our pitch about thinking about 2023 and thinking about calendaring now Again, this flows out of everything that we've been talking about with rhythm and cycles. When you think about calendaring for the year, you can pull out a PDF, download it of, of, an, of the entire year, and then look through the calendar and go, what are my people, what are my students thinking about in January? Well, generally, everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions, beginnings, new things, right? As an example, our youth group, every first Wednesday, when we meet on Wednesday nights, one of the first Wednesdays that we're back, we do a night of worship. It's prayer and worship. And it's really just focusing on what is what is God going to do in your life in the new year? February, typically people are thinking about Valentine's Day. Sometimes you might go, oh, we might do a thing on relationships that you write, you go through that uh, uh, school year stuff whatever, just, just figure out the flow and also consider the, the cycle and flow of what your families are doing in your church, what's happening in their schools, what's, and, and think about those things. And if you plan them out, 
it'll really be uh, uh, so much smoother. And then it'll give you that time to have that relational uh, uh, opportunities that are just so, so valuable. Um, so let's see here. Also, um, one thing that we wanted to, to just remind people, like right now, October, November, this is a really good time to start thinking about the year ahead, especially if you're thinking about missions trips, right? Um, as an example, I'm doing a, a spring break uh, a missions trip in March, and I've got my applications for my students now, and we're building our team so that we can have trainings uh, uh, up to that point. But if you are ever thinking about doing a missions trip, right now is the time that you want to hand, and during the summer, you want to hand that information out to your people as soon as possible. Parents will love you for it, by the way. And it also gives your students ample time and you ample time to, to get that, that team um, together. <clears throat> and finally, this is just my pitch for these Zoom meetings, which um, it's incredible that you're all here, right? You guys are spending an hour that you don't have to be to do to be here together. And the purpose of our third Thursday topics, it will be thinking about right now we're thinking about the, the holidays. Our next we'll, we'll, we'll always be thinking about what's coming up in your schedule that we should address so that we can hit on those topics and really uh, be able to resource you. Also, connection. Uh, this is just my, my pitch. Connection, resource, and encourage and build up and creating a district family. That's what these calls need to be. And that would be my desire as a youth pastor because I desperately need that. I don't know if you need that, but my guess is that you do. And um, let's create an awesome like youth pastor district family. That'll, that's an incredible thing. And it, and it starts right here. So I'm done with my yapping. Take over, uh, Chris. Oh, man, that's awesome. So. Just uh, what I just going to do it. Just want to recap our five things real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll let the recording people go, and then we'll head to an unrecorded Q and A. Um, uh, so, just as you know, and these aren't the only five things about holidays, but just kind of keeping these things in your mind. Keep in mind rhythms. Your rhythms might slow down. They might become more fun. They might be more one on one. If you've got just a couple of students that are struggling. Um, so just kind of keep that in mind. Keep in mind family dynamics. Um, you know, my wife and I went through some foster care training a few years ago um, to do some fostering. And one of the things that I learned from that that was just really stuck with me is your normal is not everyone else's normal. And if you had like a good, stable uh, up upbringing, and I know, you know not everyone does, but like if that's kind of in your head, um, that's not necessarily in everyone else's head. And the same thing goes the other way. You know, um, if you had a, a childhood that was kind of like, man, holidays were hard. Um, and so you look at them a certain way, just kind of be aware that family dynamics are something to keep a, keep your, your finger on that pulse as you're thinking through the holidays. And then think about the opportunities for content. And, and really this kind of is an, is an all year thing, but there's a lot of uh, great opportunities. And like Ben mentioned, even extra time for serving for some tangible things, there's rescue missions. There's all, there's so much stuff to do. Uh, during this time of year, so many people, places need help. Uh, and so just kind of be thinking through content. Uh, Ryan was talking about leadership and just using this as an opportunity to just press pause and intentionally thank leaders. And um, 
I don't know how you guys at churches do that. And I know you're working, you know, you're working with a leader and with a pastor and with boards, most of you. But um, man, if there's a way you can get your leaders, your volunteer youth leaders on stage on a Sunday and just have the church see them and thank them, things like that, like you're you're giving them position and authority. And I mean that in the best ways, right? We're not we're not trying to make something that isn't there. These guys and these folks have incredible influence into our teens and to be able to put them in places where it's like, these are these are important people in our church. And um, this is a great time of year to do that. And Ryan, I especially liked your idea of kind of making that back and forth within the group like you do on your dinner, kind of one of those like, man, what are you guys seeing in each other? That's a That probably is more powerful than what we say. Um, when When Ben, when you were talking about writing scriptures to people and encouraging them, I've been thinking lately that like, I'm fine with encouraging people, but like, you know, like who cares what Chris Tweedy thinks about you? Like what Jesus thinks about you is so much more important. And so trying to just remind people of what Christ thinks about them as leaders, like for most of our leaders to be reminded that Jesus loves you and he's proud of your service. Like they don't hear that a lot, but it's true. Like it's, it's, it's imperfect. We like, we get that, right. We're all imperfect in our service to the Lord, but like he's thrilled with it. He loves the service that they're pouring into these students. And so it's just good. It's it's a good time of year to be reminded of that. And then this comment about calendaring and just thinking through calendar. Um, And I will just echo what Ben says. I I know it sounds like "Ah, I don't want to do planning, but Ben is, is so right. A little bit of planning up front. Your year will just be so much smoother um, you're not scrambling being like, oh man, this would have been a really good time to talk about this, but now I'm behind because now I got to, you know, do this message and you're stressed out and, and whatever. But if you can take some time around this time of year to think through the next year, especially if you're doing a summer mission trip, um, and you know, cause there's a lot that needs to happen, you know, leading up to that. So those are kind of the five things, um, that we just wanted to hit on. We'll kind of wrap with that. And, uh, if you're watching this or listening to this, um, Hope that was helpful to you. Thank you for listening to the third Thursday podcast. We hope you feel connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. You can find more resources at rmdcma.com youth. If this content was helpful for you, make sure to share it with a friend. See you next time.